Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Well, it's a huge night tonight. Yes. What happens in homes across the GTA? Is the it Leafs? Canadians? Could elimination be game? Or are we going to New York City for friends oh and the reunion God. show? <laughs> is that tonight? That is tonight, my friend. Oh. Yeah. Now, it's, it's interesting with, uh, with friends because it was on the air for 10 years. And it's been a long time. They, they were on the air from uh, September of 94 to May of 2004. 236 episodes. Out of those 10 years, the show was uh, in the top 10 ratings, top 5 every year except for the first, where it sat at number eight. Uh, and, of course, uh, the only thing they did after that was the uh, spinoff of uh, Joey with Matt LeBlanc, which lasted two seasons. Right. It, it was just so massive. I mean, you even had a hairstyle that came out of it called The Rachel. But even bigger than the show was the theme song. It was covered by so many different styles of music and artists. The, the Rembrandts? The Rembrandts. It yeah. was their one and only hit, but the song was absolutely massive. Here's just a, a little snippet of the different ways it was covered. Somebody in that band made some decent coin. <laughs> I would have loved to see the crowd at that metal concert. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. standing around. Oh, yeah. Like, the one guy who recognized it from Friends. Yeah, he <laughs> shut his mouth. <laughs> like, probably, hey, this is from... Oh, wait. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Kill my mother. Kill my mother. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's... Uh, we'll see how this thing uh, plays. A lot of people are saying it's it's actually probably kind of lame because there really isn't a show. It's just a reunion, and they're all going to sit around and gab. And I guess there's going to be some special guests. I read somewhere that uh, people are quite upset that Phoebe's husband, Paul Rudd, doesn't make an appearance, and he was a big part right, of the final yes. season. So. Uh-huh. Well, well, yeah, and, and it's, I can see that because well, I, he was actually in the show. He was, yeah. Cast right? Where there are a lot of special guests that yeah. really don't seem to have much of a connection. I hear Brad Pitt returns, though. Oh. And he was in, like, one episode. Really? He played uh, a buddy of uh, Ross's, and they went to college together, or high school, and they both had a crush on Rachel in high school. Gotcha. But Rachel never paid them any attention, so they had the Rachel Hating Club, and it was just the two of them. He was pretty funny in it. I know. I know too much about Friends. <laughs> I remember too much. <laughs> about that show. Isn't there talking like Brad and Jen are, are close again? Maybe this is their... Maybe this coming is why out. he's back on. Yeah. So there's that or there's a hockey game or something. Yeah, yeah, there is a bit of a hockey game, yes. Yeah. I just read this. I think it's really interesting. William Nylander's $6 million, almost $7 million a year in salary 
has as many goals as the Montreal Canadiens' $83 million of entire salary. Yes. Yeah, so that yes. salary was well worth it. It's a, well, listen, it's a statement about both, mm-hmm. really, when you when you think about it. Because not only is it a statement about the Montreal Canadiens, how, how they haven't been able to score mm. in this series, it's also a statement for a lot of Leaf fans who hated that William Nylander contract right. and put him up on the on the chopping block around trade deadline time to see what could come about for getting rid of him. And then now, I think they're glad they got him. No, for sure. And as it's always said with playoffs, goaltenders can steal it for you. And Campbell's really playing well. And Carey Price just isn't playing up to his normal self. Well, tough to say that. I think more more importantly, I mean, Carey Price, I mean, your team's got to score a goal. Right? He can't win it. As much as goaltenders can win games, mm. your team still has to score a goal. And if you're only scoring four in a series so far, that's tough. There's no defending him, Lucky. No. He's an enemy, for crying out loud. He's the enemy. You don't go to war and go, oh, he's usually pretty good. Yeah, not, let him live. I'm not trying to pump his tires <laughs> yeah. right before the game time. Yeah, but. That's, that's, come on, Price. <laughs> but, you can do it. But the Leafs think they're, you know, they're, you could just put a balloon past them tonight. It's not really that easy. Uh, Soupy's certainly playing well. I saw Doug Elliott sharing something or talking about it even yesterday on the air, and he shared it on social media. I guess his, uh, he's, number, he's the number one goaltender in the the playoffs right well, now? Stat-wise. Stat-wise, yeah. Even think of a goals against. Yeah. yeah. The averages. He's a good soupy. What kind of <laughs> soupy you love, Look at this. You love his nickname oh, now. I, I like the nickname. I, I think it's... <laughs> It's lame, really. It's lame, but I'm going to make fun of it. I'm going to mock it. So what kind of soup is he? Chunky, as you mentioned earlier? Uh, well, he, well, listen, it, it's certainly some sort of bisque because you can't see through it right now. <laughs> well, I think this is absolutely shocking. Who would you say guys care the most about when it comes to dating? I'll give you a second to think about it. You probably only need a second. Right. You say looks. Men in their 20s care about looks four times more than women do (laughs) in a shocking turn of events. And women in their 20s care three times more about someone's personality. Now, I've heard this many, many times Uh over the years. Uh Uh-huh. I think it's complete and utter nonsense. (laughs) Women are just as vain as men are, but they don't want to admit it. Right. I'm not shallow like that. Yes, you are. We're all shallow like that. Uh, Initially, definitely. Well, you have to be attracted to somebody physically, right? That's how it starts. Right. Nobody looks at somebody and goes, ooh, I'm in love. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wonder if they have a great personality. Yeah. I can get past that big mess of mole wart growth in the center of their head because he's so damn funny. Right. Um, researchers looked at nine different traits, and when it comes to dating, women care more about intelligence, education, age, and the emotional connection they form. Well, guys care more about looks and body type. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There have been industries based on it. Yeah. So it's not shocking. Men's priorities do change as they get older, but even into their 60s, they care about physical attractiveness twice as much as women do. That's why you see men in their 60s dating 30 year olds. Um, (laughs) And the last step was. It's not for the emotional connection. No, not at all. Okay. No. Once they're into their 70s, they just need someone to change their diaper before that. Um,. Between 50 and 60, women actually start to care more about a guy's looks. And personality starts to matter a little less. Right. Well, and maybe because that stage of the game, you know, what's the options out there? Uh-huh. Slim pickings at that point. You walk through the uh, 
the old folks' home or the retirement village or whatever it is, and the you know guy shows up there with some hair and not a cane. He's a, he's a catch. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Anyhow, and then, of course, we've heard the stories of the old folks' home, and one of the things that I guess is getting back to a regular routine now that they're all vaxxed up is it's just become a hump palace. Like, you know, before COVID was wiping out uh, seniors, uh, there was a huge issue with sexually transmitted diseases. Right. They were getting nasty. Wow. Grandma and Grandpa, well, what are you going to do? I I, I guess it's not something you imagine. You know, you don't really think about that when picking out a home for your loved ones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, there be possibilities for them here. Yeah, yeah. Well, Options. They, well, they meet somebody. Well, you know, medication and such these days can keep a, a man this going true. for a lot longer. Very much so. The penis doesn't know age; <laughs> it just wants somewhere to go. I've been having an issue with my uh, my cell phone. Oh, you got issues. Oh, I got a lot of issues. The lovely Maria said to me a while back, "You really need to update your phone." It seemed to me, I, I think I've. Had this phone only a couple of years, but it's probably been more. It's probably double that and then some. So uh, I have this uh, Sonos soundbar at home. And, of course, you can't, nothing works anymore without an app. Right. You can't, you can't make toast. Your toaster won't work unless you got the toaster app. That'd be great. On your phone. That would be great. I like a toaster app. Can't tie your own shoes. I just like to bend <laughs> over and tie my own shoes. Can't. Got to have the app for that. You have an app for that? You got to have an app. And so my app for my sound system my phone, the OS, which I've learned is operating system. See, right, I yes. learned something yesterday. The, uh, I just kept getting this warning that my device, the uh, OS, wasn't um, able to uh, do something with Sonos. So, and okay. you, couldn't op- you couldn't upgrade the operating system? That's right. I tr- well, I didn't even try that. I just went running to the phone place. I do that with everything. I don't even try myself. I just go running like a child. <laughs> Fix it, like, fix it. Like there wasn't an update available or anything? I, I go to the beer store and I say, I can't open this. Open this for me. Uh, <laughs> no, you've never had a problem with that. <laughs> no. I, I did go into my phone and I went to the settings and I went to the updates and it's it claimed the phone had updated to whatever current right. thing they had. But obviously it wasn't uh, up to date enough for this app to operate. So... I go to the phone place, and I'm hoping, I'm just kind of hoping that they can just fix this for me. Fix, go to the, to the app store and maybe reload in the app store. Right. Anyhow, none of it worked. Had to get a new phone. Now, did, you get, did you run into the guy who's a big fan of us, by the way? Yes, it's Trevor. Oh. Trevor Otakudo uh, out there in, uh, in your Curtis. Oh. Yeah, good guy. Well, him and his boss, Luke. Okay, I met this guy, Luke, uh, at the, uh, the Oshawa store like a couple of years back. Yeah. Now he's like the Don Corleone of the entire region. Oh, really? Runs the, oh, runs the whole show. <laughs> runs the, you know. Now he doesn't even I speak to me. the phone. That's right. Oh, yeah, now I got to go to his guy now. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's I got a guy. He's a really good guy. And so I've, we've, been, uh, we've been dealing. So, yeah, no, Trevor is a big fan. And uh, he met one of your friends a while back. Right. Who came into the store. And I guess your buddy's kids play hockey. Uh-huh, with your kid. yeah. And he went all fanboy on him. Yeah. Yeah, when we got in, when I showed up at the store, he, he was listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. So, anyhow. Uh, now he has me at my address, and I'm a tad concerned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's great service, but when he's right outside your door in the morning. That's right. How's your phone? Hi. How's your phone? <laughs> Can I help you with that? <laughs> Can I open that for you? So, uh, so yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's great. It's shiny. It's cute. It's, it's a lot faster than... Uh, then my old phone, and as a matter of fact, it's funny, so I thought I had lost a bunch of photos, but I guess just my old phone didn't have the memory or whatever to hold them. So, you know how everything transfers over? Like right. It, like, it took days. Like, it was like 3,000 photos that transferred. <laughs> I mean, I got, I, got, I got photos with the hider and my children. 
<laughs> the, Some of those he wanted deleted. Right. Yeah. My, my, ki- my kids in Michigan, you know. Anyhow, I, I don't know how you are with new technology or how anybody is, but I hate it. I hate it because I'm so used to the way things were on my old phone. Right. Like just trying to even send a text yesterday was painful. You know, I love it. New phone day yeah. is fun. Oh, you enjoy You're that? looking through everything. But we are such creatures of habit yeah. that when things change and little things like that, we get so annoyed oh. by. Oh, I, I couldn't text. I, Maria came home. I was just on the fetal position crying, <laughs> holding this one. I don't know how to get on to the... Um, was Trevor spooning you there? Was he, he, was, he goes, my head was on his lap. Uh, and he was just talking me down. You know, I, I, here's the other problem for me. And I can't ask Maria about this. How do I go incognito? I can't find incognito. And I need, <laughs> oh, no. you know, my afternoon fun and all. <laughs> Summer's coming. The holidays are almost upon us for the kids. It'll be, uh, well, a summer to try to have some kind of summer fun again. Last year, basically getting completely shut down. How much they'll be allowed to do this summer is still kind of up in the air, but... You would hope that there would be some camps or other things. Have you got the boys signed up for stuff yet? Uh, nothing yet because we, we don't know what's open and right. what's not, right? right? Yeah. Well, kids uh, are itching to uh, have some fun. And uh, some parents were asked about their kids between the ages of 5 to 14. Okay. And on the average, uh, kids want about 8 hours of playtime every day. <laughs> That's 56 hours per week. Right. And it's about uh, 624 total hours over the summer, because your summer holidays are about uh, 10 to 11 weeks or whatever they are. Uh-huh. Um, on top of that, the uh, average kid says they want a dream summer, which would include uh, pool parties, uh, road trips, uh, at least 10 safe play dates with friends, <laughs> three trips to amusement parks, and five new toys. Okay. Uh, of course, with pandemic restrictions still in place, who knows how much of that they'll be allowed to do. But you'd hope that they'd be able to get back to a summer. But then parents were asked, uh, you know, if they think they're going to allow their kids or send them off to camps or, you know, organize stuff. And 91% of parents said they're going to do everything they can to uh, make plans for their kids this summer. Now, remember the age range is 5 to 14. So, mm-hmm. sure, the lower end, of course, you're going to uh, to get involved in all of that. But I just find it incredibly funny that these parents are so focused on making sure their kids have a good summer. It's summer. Open the front door and kick <laughs> them out. <laughs> I, like 10 safe Play dates. This is a sentence now. Yeah, well, a safe play date. It's the reality of, of where we are now, right? Unfortunately, is that 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 has to be one of the thought processes that processes that go on. It, it's it sucks that we have to think that way, but you know, many do. Yeah, ninety one percent. Yeah, I mean, I'd be part of the nine who didn't. I wasn't. I, mean, I remember. Yeah, you know. but again, wasn't twenty years ago when you were doing it, and 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 wasn't you know not doing it now. We're different things. What, what's changed? A pandemic. Okay, outside of the pandemic. Okay, we can't go inside still, the pandemic. No, we're in a pandemic. What do you still, want to say? But we've always had this discussion about parents and kids, the right. bubble wrapping. And that's always been a part of the process. You can blame the pandemic of now, but that life would still be that bubble wrapping way that parents are outside of the pandemic. It's not like you would say now with Evan being twelve or thirteen. Summer's here. Get outside and go. Get on your bike and ride. You'd be planning dates and events and things for them. That well, wouldn't have changed. Well, yeah, but uh, hooking up playdates probably 
Because for the most part, our, their friends are not in our neighborhood, right? Our they hockey a, friends. Do are, they have a bicycle? <laughs> Let them ride it. <laughs> Here's an idea. Paddle. Yeah. Uh, times have certainly changed that way for sure. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking back to... Uh, but, since, then, but, but just to go back, the, the the key word for me is that safe play date. Mm. Like before we organized it, yeah, all right, you, you know, dropping me off at so-and-so's house, you, mm. you guys are going to play all day. But yeah, I hadn't had to think, boy, is it, is it going to be safe yeah. when you get there, like, right? Like that's, <laughs> that's the new reality now. Does Adrian, are you going to the uh, friend's house and make sure the toilet seat is closed and <laughs> no. locked and the cupboards are all <laughs> secure? Is all medicine up high? <laughs> You no, know. but now, again, that reality is, you know, you have to say, all right, well, you're going to so-and-so's house. Are they, you know, do they believe in this stuff? Sure, or, oh, or, yeah. you know, How do they feel about all of this? Right? Of course. Uh, yes, of course, with the pandemic. I just believe that the, the pandemic, a part of it now, is just an added layer of the already uh, veal-raising way we bring up our children these days. Like, I, I saw the other day, Wonderland, like, just celebrated 40 years. Mm. And I remember, like, being 14 and getting an early birthday gift, because my birthday's in July. Yeah. My parents got me a season pass. Yeah. That was my birthday gift. And I think I got that as a birthday gift every year for, like, three or four years in a row. So I would have been, like, 14 or 15 in that age range. I got that, and I got a bus route. Yeah. You know, and I got, and I remember my mom saying, call me when you get there. Here's, like, a quarter for the phone. Call me when you get there so I know you got there safe. Call me when you're on the way home. And that was it. She just didn't hear from me the rest of the day. Yeah. I, I was at Wonderland, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> Parents would be calling 911. Uh-huh. They'd be sending in the squat. The whole police unit would show up. <laughs> the squat or the SWAT? The SWAT. <laughs> and they'd be squatting because they'd be pooping themselves. <laughs> and that's even with texting and video calling and all of that uh, stuff, you know. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's just wild how we have... Uh, have gone so far over to... Uh, and l- listen, I, I think a lot of this is blamed on technology. Mm-hmm, as probably. great as it is yeah. that, you know, you can now stick a device on your kid's backpack and know where they are at all times, mm-hmm. right? The problem is you also know way too much about society that just scares them and freaks mm-hmm. the hell out of you. Probably. And, and you know, you know, back when we were kids, it was okay if you see a, a strange van offering you candy, mm. don't get in it. Mm-hmm. But that was, you know, the extent of the problems. And you had block parents that were looking out for you. Now, mm-hmm. we don't know our neighbors, don't trust them. <laughs> and right. uh, and uh, and we're worried. And if we do know our neighbors, it's because they showed up on some online watch list mm. <laughs> that we're afraid of. Yeah, it's, it really is too much. And, and then, of course, you just take away that uh, that ability for a kid to get street smarts. And I think that's, you know, hugely important in their growth and maturity. And, you know, you, you, should, you should, I believe, anyhow, I've always thought this way, you should raise a child like a bird, basically. The goal is to get them out of the nest and flying on their own. And it seems nowadays, to me, anyhow, we spend far too much time pinning their wings down instead of letting them uh, fly. As uh, Teddy Reader has told us many times, when making a a burger, you know, get yourself some good quality ground beef or whatever you want to make your burger with. Ground chuck. Yeah, Yeah. whatever it is. And really, after that, it can be just as simple as salt and pepper. And when people are asked about making a great burger, it seems that's true. Most people say the meat is pretty basic if you buy quality stuff. And the burger itself, the actual meat is a pretty easy, straightforward thing to do. I think we spent a lot of time trying to snazz that up. But 
Some people did a little research and found out how the perfect burger should look. And it really, I guess, is more about the toppings than the meat itself. So if you want to make the perfect burger, it must include cheese, bacon, lettuce, raw onion, and tomatoes. That's the toppings. Okay. Condiments should be ketchup. That's about it. You can add a little mayo if you want or mustard, but it must have ketchup. Cheddar must be the cheese. Mm. The bun must be sesame seed. Wow. And uh, if you really want to make the perfect plate, it should come with a side of fries. Right, yes. There is your perfect burger. Huh. Yeah. Now, I, of course, and everybody else would say, well, why not say pickles or this or that? But fine, you can add whatever you want to it. Take away whatever you want. You wouldn't want the tomato, of course, but... If you're to build what is deemed the perfect burger, yes, that's it. Okay, there yeah, it, it, I, I wouldn't be far off that burger. You're right. Probably just the tomato would be what I would take off. Would you have the raw onion? You good with the yeah, onion? Yeah, I'm good with the onion. I do like the onion on the burger. Yeah, I like to see. I like to go with hey, cheddar's great. I mean, sure, fine. It's it's perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. But I always like going with like a like a like a, a Havarti, like a jalapeno Havarti, or something with a little a little bite to it. You know, right? I, I like that. And I like to throw on, like, the hot relish, and I like to throw on some, like, banana peppers and this kind of thing. I like to give it a little, a little more of a bite. It's funny when you go to some um, some restaurants, like Harvey's being one, mm-hmm. right? When you go to Harvey's and, and, you, uh, and you watch what other people order mm-hmm. on the burger, mm-hmm. you think, like, like, why did you even order a burger at that point? Mm-hmm. You might as well just go for, like, you know... Just the condiments. I'm guilty. <laughs> there's so much stuff on there. Like yeah. You forget there's actually a patty at some point. <laughs> it's a salad. Between <laughs> Pretty much. Two buns. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And, and they've got a lot of stuff. Like the, the amount of different sauces they oh, have. Oh, it's great. Now. Yeah. You can have it all. Remember when Licks was around? It, 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 sorry. It's great unless you're standing behind someone mm. who hasn't been there in a while. <laughs> well, or you know what? Even someone who just doesn't make their decision till they get up there. Yes. Like if you, if you go up and you just rhyme off, I want 30 things on this burger fine it's going to take longer but at least it's done someone gets like okay what would you like on your burger uh right you know you you've eaten a burger before that's what i mean but if you haven't been there in a while you might Mm. not know that all those sauces are there Mm -hmm. same if you're going to get like a sub or something like that and someone has to go through Mm -hmm. every one of the condiments as a possibility (laughs) you basically know what you want on it and don't Used to love taking David out. Uh, we'd go for burgers or whatever. Subs was another great one, and he'd order like, say, the meatball sub, and then they'd go, uh, "What do you want? Just the meatball?" Or he'd order a burger, <laughs> yeah. and he'd say, "What comes on that burger?" And they'd you know stand there and like rhyming off pints, yeah. you know, <laughs> they, they, what comes with pickle, tomato, lettuce. Like, I want none of that. Right? Yeah. It's, it's it's like when you go to the bar and you ask for all of the imports that they have yeah. in an order of the Coors Light. Well, at least the people that work at Harvey's don't have to uh, be like the people that once worked at Licks. This was a burger joint. They're gone right. now. They had a great burger. But they the, had to the, sing it? Their little thing was they had to sing your order, which would have been, say, fun the first 10 minutes of your first shift. <laughs> but you go in there on a Sunday after partying on a Saturday night, and you got to be bacon and cheese and a patty, too. Who wants a Coke? You, you, you. I would just want to choke somebody out. Rock Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.